Human language is a means of communication. Okay. That's number one. Two, human language is cultural capital of okay. a people. It's a cultural capital of a people. So it's both communication and culture we're talking about here. Okay. That's, that's the first point I want us to look at as background. The second one is our constitution. Our constitution in relation to language speaks about the development, the promotion, and parity of esteem. Mm-hmm. Right? So with that background, we have to look then at the question of mother tongue instruction. Yes. Against these two backgrounds, right? Mm-hmm. From a purely academic point of view, mother tongue instruction is important because it helps, let's call it a learner, mm-hmm. it helps a learner to conceptualize more easily because a learner is proceeding from a base that is familiar, he or she is familiar with, namely the language he speaks or she speaks. That's the language with which she is most familiar with. Mm-hmm. So, I'm saying then, mother tongue instruction helps a learner in conceptualization, whatever it is that he or she is taught. Two, it helps a learner in cognitive development. These two Ideas are complementary, I think, conceptualization and cognitive development. Yes. Because the child or a child first comprehends what is around him or her through his or her own language. Okay. Other languages come later. So that the actual formation, cognitive development that I'm talking about, the actual understanding of the immediate environment the child first does that through language. And this emphasizes the importance of language. Okay. Now, there have been various studies and projects around the importance and the relevance of mother tongue instruction. Uh, you, you mentioned one. There's another one that was done in, um, in, in Zambia not so long ago, early 220s, that I think is called the Millennium Group. That's that that group established the importance of a learner learning in his or her own language in order to comprehend better the subject matter. Yes. If our languages, I'm talking African languages now, okay. if our languages are to develop, they can only, they can only develop through usage and through innovation. Can you explain on that? Elaborate on that, Prof, please. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. Usage. It's only when you use our language that one, they will live, and two, they'll be developed. I'll tell you why I say that, and I link this with innovation. As the language grows, remember I said language is part of culture? Yes. As the language grows, the culture grows, the terminology grows. No language exists in isolation. No speakers of a language exist in isolation. As language grows, so do factors around it which demand it to express the 
effects are that it sees. Let me give you an example. There are scientific terms, there are medical terms, and speakers of a language have to understand those terms. And they can do so through trying to formulate the language, appropriate language, okay. for, for understanding of those terms. Mm. And in so doing, I suggest the language grows, the vocabulary grows, yes. and the usage grows, because now there are wider horizons, or as you call them in language, in language the registers grow, yeah. and African languages are able then to interact or to express themselves in those various registers. Mm. And this in the classroom situation is also important. If I talk about usage and I talk about innovation, learning in mother tongue okay. improves comprehension. And I dare say, if it improves comprehension, then it can impact or positively on end-of-year results or on exam results of children. So with such results from these research findings, Prof, what is hindering us as a country from adopting mother tongue instruction in the classroom, in, in particular vernacular languages? Because we know like African kids get taught in Africans, mm. English kids get taught. What is stopping us from teaching Abanona Beskosa, Inisikosa, Tswana, Tswana, Sutu, Sutu, and so forth? Okay. The first problem is teachers in these languages. Mm. Um, the trend now, um, uh, for various reasons, um, I don't think teaching is becoming so popular now with the younger folk. Okay. So there are no qualified teachers to teach those languages. And the sad result is that uh, where these languages are taught, they are taught to teachers who can't teach anything else at school. So they become some dumping ground for teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's number one. So one, the problem is suitably qualified teachers. Okay. Two, is the attitude of speakers of these languages. Mm. Attitudes which derive from the notion that uh, there is no economic value that's attached to mother tongue teaching mm. or to acquiring uh, a qualification in mother tongue. Um, some some students of mine uh, once put it bluntly, but it's because of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't earn yeah. from this because. Yeah, um, yeah, ish. yeah. So 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 there's that a well. So Inja is Inja prof utinuena prof. How did you tackle that that statement? That statement can't be answered in one line. Okay. I think that statement says we must look at what we teach, and what and how we teach it. It will be a huge and expensive exercise to introduce mother tongue education for all children in the country. But the problem is that uh, at presently, presently it's costing the country a huge amount of money in loss of excellence in learning and teaching because children are not able to properly learn and internalize uh, difficult concepts for lack of their ability to understand and comprehend exactly what's happening because when the majority of the children in this country are learning through 
English medium, which is in many cases either a second or even a third or fourth language. 